Hello, and welcome to the Ryan Frank Podcast, helping you think, work, and create like never before. Hey, good morning. Welcome to the Daily Coffee Chat. Ryan Frank joined by the co-host of the Kids Matter Podcast, the next-gen pastor extraordinaire, Corey Jones. What's up, Corey? Hello, the Ryan Frank. Where's your coffee? Hey, you caught me. I know. I left my coffee in my office, and I had, you know what, this morning, you'll be proud of me, Corey. I don't know if you'll be proud of me or not, because normally, 99 days out of 100, I'm a black coffee guy. Mm -hmm. We just started serving at Lucy's pumpkin spice cappuccino. So I had a pumpkin spice cappuccino this morning. It wasn't bad. You're not a pumpkin guy? No, not at all. You know, for somebody that wears around a, a t-shirt that says childlike, I think you, I thought you'd be a pumpkin guy. Childlike faith. Childlike faith. This okay. is a, a Sunday cool tea. Is it nice? Yeah. Nice. Shout out to Sunday cool. Great place to get t-shirts. You're a big Absolutely. Sunday cool fan. Oh, I am. They, uh, they're great for like the branding side of your stuff. If you want to do a camp or VBS, they have so much good options for you to make your shirts actually things that people want to wear that's so. it they're they're soft they look yep. good um well Corey jones is sipping on his coffee with his batman on the mug and behind him and uh, so glad you're here with us everybody thank you for tuning in if you're watching this on facebook or catching this on the podcast or watching on youtube wherever you're at thank you thank you thank you we had a great week of megacon um thank you to, again to everybody who helped make megacon such a huge success. Not only is Corey Jones the co-host of the Kids Matter podcast, not only is he, now you're not the next-gen pastor, the executive pastor, a growing church outside of, in the Atlanta suburbs, Carrollton, Georgia. It's true. Um, Not only is he one of my best friends, but he is also one of our leading contributors at kidsmatter.com, and he's the only one we've ever awarded a trophy to. For the number of downloads that you've sold on kidsmatter.com. I'm sure other people are getting close to that thousand benchmark too. Probably. So Corey, you've made a lot of games for kids matter or for kids on that you have on kids matter that you used in your church and that kids pastor are using out of all the games you've created the favorite game that you've made so far. What is it? Oh man. Um, I bet I know what you're going to say. Oh, what's your guess? Make it or break it. No. Ah. Those are fun, but they're a lot of work to make. So it's, they they're, are. they're not my favorite. The uh, name that sound, mostly because like I make it with my wife and I have her guess what she thinks it is. And she's always way wrong. But I go, oh, <laughs> that's a good one for me to put in the possible answers. So nice. it's a good fun. I love it. I love it. Name that sounds a good one. Name that sound animal edition has been in the top eight now for, oh my word. 10 or 12 weeks straight. And people love that game. Um, got, got some new ones. Now, what I want to talk about today is something that I think we can all resonate with. Um, Corey's a pastor. I'm a pastor. Most of you that are listening, you work in the church. Um, and it's disappointment in ministry. Ministry, I think ministry can be one of the most joyful experiences of your life. And it can create some of the most highs that you'll ever experience in your life. But it can also bring a lot of disappointments. Um, I remember, Corey, 
I was thinking about this topic through the, through the morning and, th and these examples come to my mind of times I've been disappointed. I remember one time I, this new family joined the church and he volunteered to help me in children's ministry. And he had background serving in children's ministry at his church. Mm -hmm. And he said, I'd love to help you in kids' church. I used to run bus routes at my church and, and work children's church, kids' church and stuff. Um, could I help? Well, I, of course, I said yes. And Corey, he was, I mean, the, he could handle 200 kids in a room like mm -hmm. nobody I've ever seen. I mean, he just had it. He, 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 would, he came up with these games. He could keep the kids engaged. He would keep the kids sitting at the edge of his seat. And I'm like, I was so thankful like i've never had an upfront guy like him you know what i mean by an upfront guy some people just have it up front some people shine around a table some people shine up front he shined up front and in about five months later um they had to leave the church and i was so bummed i was bummed i was disappointed um there's one of my examples. And I mean, still to this day, I like, I think about him because, man, he was such a great kids guy. And when he left the church, I really felt like, man, Lord, why'd you do this here? I thought you were teeing me up to free up some capacity for me to do other stuff. And, and now he's gone. Sometimes people leave for one reason or another, they leave the church, they get moved, they move away and leading the church, leaving mm -hmm. can be a disappointment. You got an Any example? Chance he moved to the Atlanta area because I'll recruit him. No. That sounds good. <laughs> yeah, actually, I forget the whole situation, but they didn't move. They actually just switched churches. I don't know. I think he had some family dynamics going on. I don't know the whole story, but it was a leave the church. We weren't leaving the geographic area, which even made it worse. <laughs> yeah, that even made it harder. No, yeah. I think a lot of the disappointments in ministry for me to revolve around people that mm -hmm. when a volunteer uh, like goes through a divorce and then like blames the church for needing to take some time off or uh, just create some resentment there. Um, those are, those are hard. It's when it's your core family, your right-hand person. And it creates um, not, not even just like a issue where they have with um, the ministry, but it becomes personal against you and yep. um or when a volunteer walks away from the church or their faith, like those, those are disappointing hands down. Um, I could also think of like talking to kids, pastors. I know right now there's a lot of people that are having their budgets cut in half or mm -hmm. gone. Um, gone. People being just cruel, chewed out, uh, chewed out or from their boss sometimes. Um, yeah. When, yeah, someone gets angry and threatens to sue the church. Like that's a disappointing thing. Um, especially when it's like you're involved with it. It's your ministry. It's your, your baby. It's what you invest your time and energy into. And then someone attacks it. That's, that's hard to not be disappointed there. It is. And Corey, let's talk about, I think, I think every one of us watching or listening would nod your head and say, yep, ministry can be disappointing. And they probably have resonated with one or several of those things. Let's talk for a minute about what to do with that disappointment. Because sometimes I feel like as leaders, I don't know that we're always good at handling disappointments well. Mm -hmm. Maybe we're afraid to talk about it, or we're afraid if we do talk about it, we're going to look weak. Um, 
thoughts on handling disappointments? Because one thing's for sure, they are going to happen. How are you gonna handle them? Thoughts? Um, I think it starts with knowing where to take your disappointments because like there's there you need to let it out you need this emotional health and if you are holding things in um, if you're not able to talk about them if you're not able to digest them um, then you're you're basically just a ticking time bomb <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna come out somewhere and so knowing where to take it um, knowing that you can for real pastor you can talk with God and express disappointment in how life is going, how is people are treating you. Um, be honest, be real. I think for me, um, when I'm talking with people, I need to know who I'm talking with. Um, I can talk behind a closed door with my pastor at any point in time. Um, that's different than talking with a volunteer. Um, I can't express everything to a volunteer. It might be true, but it might not be timely. It might not be beneficial for me to talk to them about it. Um, it could cause division. Uh, I don't want to divide the church and create issues with my people. And then my spouse, um, I work with my spouse and there's times where it is not smart for me to talk about a disappointment with my wife um, because she might, it create, might create some division with her and that other employee. Um, and Corey might make it right and move on the next day and everything's great. Whereas my wife might not see the restoration and, and it might cause some issues there. And so I think Ryan, for me, um, it's starting with who can you talk to, um, having the right voices, maybe in public, maybe behind a closed door, yeah. especially remembering God's in it with you. You can talk to him. You should talk to him. If you're not talking with him, you got a problem. Exactly. Um, th that's where it starts. Um, any other thoughts on that? Yeah. Do you think I, you know, we all need to have our people that we can talk to your small group, whatever you want, how your community, you feel like as pastors and ministry leaders, do you feel like that community or that small group, should it be outside the church? Or do you think you can have a group of people in the church that you can be vulnerable with and you can share your disappointments with the goods, the bads, or do you feel like that vulnerability should be with people outside the church? Or is there a clear cut answer to that in your mind? Uh, I, I don't think it's a clear cut thing. Like mm -hmm. there's definitely people outside of my church that I can be fully transparent and fully honest with. And there's some people inside my church too. Mm -hmm. um, I think of a guy named Glenn. Um, he's somebody that I can always talk to. He's somebody that cares for I've me. I've heard of Glenn. He's the biggest gossip in town, isn't he? I've heard of him. Good old Glenn yep. now. Yeah, I'm just kidding. No, that's good. You've got a Glenn. Yep. You got a Glenn. And he cares for me. He he knows I am a man. I am a person. I'm not just a pastor. Um, and so he can ask me harder questions. And um, I need someone that I can talk to like that. And because he's in my church, I see him every Wednesday, every Sunday. Um, we do lunch regularly. And so he's available. But I also have people outside of that circle um, that are... Um, people that I'm not writing their paychecks, like that's a issue. And so yeah. I need some people that can tell me hard things and um, I, that I don't have to worry about them sugarcoating things. Exactly. Um, I, I think that I love that. So community you're listening, you're watching today, or you're catching this sometime this week, who's your Glenn? Who's your Glenn? And, and here's another question. Who um, can you be a Glenn 
to? Who can mm-hmm. you be a Glenn to? And are there people in your life? This is one thing that I mentioned at the beginning that Corey and I are good friends and we've given each other permission to be vulnerable with each other and to speak the truth in love. And there are times I'll call Corey and because I trust Corey and we have a relationship, I can vent to him and I can share disappointments or things I'm praying through. And Corey can do the same with me. And you need some people like that in your life. And, and I do, and I understand there might be a few of you or several of you that are like, I don't know if I have that person in my life. I don't know if I have somebody that I can turn to and really pray with and, and not gossip, but pray with and share my heart. And, and, and here, here, here's about core. I don't know if you have any thoughts on this. A few thoughts that come to my mind. If you need that kind of person in your life, first of all, I would pray and talk to the Lord about that. Lord, I feel lonely right now. Lord, would you send some people my way? Send me somebody, send somebody my way. Um, and then also I would be the friend that I talked to just a minute ago about being the Glenn for someone else. Be the friend that you need for someone else and see what the Lord does. Corey, any thoughts that you would share on that as far as someone that just feels lonely? They don't feel like they have somebody they can confide in? Yeah, I think a very easy first step, if you're looking for a first step, is when you're not doing good and somebody asks, um, be honest, and you don't have to say, oh, I'm good, you good, everyone's good. Um, But today's a rough day and look for the people that stop and take the time to ask you more questions. Look for the people that care for you, the people that follow up later um, and then entrust them with some more and uh, maybe be a little bit vulnerable. Take that first step and say, uh, no, today was a bad day. Um, Be honest. And then that's a good uh, point. Trust them with a little bit more, see how it goes. Now, Ryan, you mentioned um, not gossip. And I love this about you, that when you're talking with me about things, you take time to process, but it's not um, sin. There's a difference between working through your disappointment and rehearsing your disappointment or gossiping about your disappointment. And so taking the time to uh, think through like what's going on and having a trusted person that relies on scripture and not just tries to make you feel good. Um, that can speak the hard truth. That's a big deal. And the self-talk that mm-hmm. I'm doing, um, I need to make sure that I'm not just rehearsing things over and over again, but I'm taking my thoughts captive to obey Christ. I am um, expressing it for the purpose of figuring out how to deal with it and move on or learn from it, not just to rehearse it with another person. Those are two very different things. Something else, Corey, that you shared with me in preparation for today's coffee chat was, Ryan, we've got to learn to manage expectations. When you think of disappointment in ministry, part of leadership is managing expectations. Talk to me more about that. Well, uh, I like Jesus, but the world really didn't. (laughs) Like there's people that hated him. And so if you hate the miracle worker, son of God that feeds 5,000 people, uh, surely they're going to hate you when you are trying to do something. And so managing that expectation of it's not all going to be perfect. Um, it's true. I, I like the quote, if you want to make everyone happy, go sell ice cream. <laughs> like it's just what it is. That's true. That's yep. true. I listened to a podcast this morning, um, Carrie Newhoff's. It's one of my favorites. It's really long. So brace yourself. They're like two hour episodes, but he was talking with Lecrae and the foundation of it was 
um, dealing with people and Christians, especially a baby Christian um, and how you approach them, how you care for them. Um, the thing that I liked was LeClaire talked about if uh, you have a newborn baby and they take some steps, you celebrate them. And then they take five steps and you celebrate them. If they fall down and you scold them and turn your back on them, that's not healthy. That's weird. But we do this with Christians that baby Christians or people in our faith, um, they fall and we cut them out of our lives or we just mm -hmm. chastise them. And man, if you have the expectation of people aren't perfect, but God is, uh, it's going to help you with this disappointment. When somebody sins against you to go, you know, um, God's still good. This person messed up and I can restore them. I can forgive them. It's not that's true. Not the end of the world. So manage that expectation. I, I think that's a huge deal. Grace. I think that's a huge deal. I think it's a huge deal. Corey, in our last three or four minutes, if you're going to make one more point to encourage everybody, when we think about disappointment in ministry, what would it be? To stay focused on the main thing. Mm -hmm. um, we can learn from our disappointments. We can take the time to go, okay, what does this teach me? What do I do need to do differently next time? But yeah. uh, it's not the main thing. You're going to have trials. It's Jesus promised it. Um, but the main thing, if Jesus, when he was asked, what's the main thing? He said to love God with your heart, soul, mind, and strength, just love him with everything and to uh, love your neighbor as yourself, that just everything relies on these. Everything is built on these. And so um, don't beat yourself up. Don't practice bad self-talk. Don't gossip. Don't um, allow this to distract you from your calling to love God and love people to love people that aren't perfect, to love people that, um, to make allowance for their faults. Like that's a biblical thing. And so don't give up, don't grow tired in doing well um, in the season, you're gonna reap a reward. So don't give up um, and remember um, that God really does work all things together for the good of those who love him and are called to his purpose. Um, that, that should you, be in the Bible somewhere. Oh gosh, that would be a good scripture. It would be, it I'd would. Put that on like a plaque or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I, I just don't want someone to, that's facing disappointment to the, um, step out of ministry or leave the calling that God gave them um, because it became an idol to them. Um, but allow, allow yourself to learn from it, process through it, but um, continue to focus on God. Keep the main thing, the main thing. Love it. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Corey Jones. Corey. I'm almost out of coffee. Working. Almost out. You're, you're, hey, by the way, speaking of being out, out, you need to refill your gumball machine up there, bro. It's been, it's been empty for the last year. Whenever I get on Zoom with you, do I need to send you some gumballs? It, it takes a lot. That's why it's empty. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. I'll, send you, I'll, I'll send you a box. You can buy them on Amazon and they'll ship them right to you in two days. Speaking of Amazon, you doing any prime shopping today? Oh, Beth, Beth reminded me this morning it's prime day or prime days or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if I need anything. That's a problem. I probably ought to get on there to see if there's something I can't, I don't feel like I can live without. But what about <laughs> you? You got anything in your shopping cart? I, I do. I, I have got the uh, Amazon dot third generation with, uh, it also, it, there's two, like three options there. Click the one that has the music subscription because it doesn't up the price really? uh, tip for you. But oh. I don't know, I was looking at that because uh, I, I like listening to some music and the thought of saying, hey, Alexa, play play something. I think, That's fun. I think you can, um, 
gift one of those too. Like you can select two and they'll ship one of them to your oh, friend. In the no, end. it's Just actually, you're only allowed to buy one. Are you? <laughs> Darn. Darn. I was going to try to maybe buy you one this afternoon. Oh, I'm sorry, Corey. Well, yeah. the one could be the gifted one. I guess that's allowed. Well, that's true. That's true. Oh, you cracked me up, Brad. Corey, good stuff. Friends, um, every Thursday, Lord willing, there's a new Kids Matter podcast. Tune in again this Thursday. Um, Corey and I will be um, recording that podcast tomorrow. So I was going to tell you what it's going to be about, but I don't know yet. You know, Corey, I'll know tomorrow. Uh, you're the one teaching, right? Okay. All right. I'll know. To, I, I can promise you it's going to be good. I oh, promise good, you it's going to be good. In my humble opinion, it's going to be really, really good. Hey, friends, listen, you're not alone. Lean in on this community. Lean in on the Lord. Um, if you're not an active part of Kids Matters, I Love Kidman Facebook community, jump on there. Um, there are a lot of people that you can encourage and find encouragement from. Thanks for tuning into today's podcast. Corey, thank you. Do a great job as always. Appreciate it. It's a fun opportunity. All right, friends. Talk to you tomorrow. This episode of the Ryan Frank podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe for more productivity and life hacks to help you stay on the leading edge. And if you like what you heard, please rate this podcast with five stars. Thanks so much and talk to you next time.